0: Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my nine-week business empowerment program, which is a one-on-one personalized coaching program designed to take your business to the next level. So if you are wanting to finish this year off strong and really start 2019 different to where you started in 2018, then jump on my website, book in a discovery call, and let's have a chat about what we need to do to be able to take your business to the next level. Okay, so today's episode is all about lessons I've learned from a failed launch or campaign. This is actually me being able to give you the lessons that I took away from one of my failed launches so you can not make the same mistakes or look at it in a different way because sometimes we can often take when things go not so well and don't go the way that we expect them to go, it's really an opportunity for us to learn new things. But sometimes we can avoid that learning and we can just blame outside sources for that reason for it not working rather than looking within and looking at opportunities for growth. So today's episode is all about a campaign that I launched about a month ago and it didn't go so well and it was interesting because I was so pumped and excited about it but yet Really, there were so many lessons that I learned throughout that process. It's going to help me be able to make my next launch or my next campaign even so much more powerful and so much more effective. So I hope you can grab your pen and paper because we're going to go through a lot of really great tips and tricks on actually how to make your next launch or campaign worthwhile. Okay, so first things first is definitely to really consider what it is that you want to achieve out of your launch or campaign. First things first would definitely be getting clear on is it that you want more followers? Is it that you want more engagement? Is it that you want... Uh, increase your email list? Is it that you want to gain paying clients from this campaign? So I'm using an example from a fail campaign that I did, which was actually a free offering, which was a five-day challenge, right? So on Instagram or Facebook. And it's really interesting because similar, at the beginning of the year, I actually ran a challenge that was a five-day challenge and it went so well. It was really um so there was so much engagement everyone was really pumped and i constantly was seeing interaction and seeing posts going up left right and center and i could see the emails being opened every single day and it really worked but it's interesting you know, right 8 months later what's different like it's so fascinating to see how social media is changing and how our actual behaviors are changing on social media and how it's the time frame that we're investing in uh things that we're doing is are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So before you launch something new or do a new campaign, whether it is free or paid, really consider how much time is your audience willing to spend because in this day and age, we are in that instant gratification and we're also in that time poor place where people really value their time. And I'm gonna talk a little bit at the end of this podcast about the value of free because it's really this this doing this challenge has really shifted my belief on doing free things to be able to gain new clients because the commitment is not necessarily there. So really interesting to really consider one. Recognize your behaviors before you start something. What is it that you're clicking on? What is it that you're engaging with? What is it that you're actually doing and committing to? Because I really want you to consider that before you go and do something yourself, because I, usually you are your ideal client or you are very connected with your ideal client. So you will know you more, like, more than likely mirror their behavior. So if you are on social media and you only really interact on Facebook, then doing something on Facebook is probably going to be more effective than something on Instagram and really looking at how much time you invest in the people that you actually follow. Really look at it, what is it that you follow them for? What do you get out of it? What makes you want to invest more time into them? And what do you deem valuable? Because time is of value. So recognizing that even though, yes, it might be something that you're scrolling through or it might be something that you're watching on Instagram TV or YouTube, if you are actually invested in listening to it or investing invested in watching it, then there is something of value that you're getting out of it. So really just start to recognize that and start noticing when you are actually spending that time and who you're following and why, because that will actually help you really think about your next launch or campaign and that will actually help you make it more effective. So it's really important that we take the time to reflect and really look at what worked and what didn't work. One of the key things that... I know is one of my behaviors is I rush things so I'm the sort of person that likes to get things done and likes to get inspired by something and run with it really quickly so one of my key lessons from this failed launch was definitely to take a step back and plan things out ahead of time because it's one of those key things right I was excited I was pumped I smashed out the content I created really really epic videos for this challenge and the parts that I didn't spend time in, which was the copy, the headlines, the emails, the um, ads, like all of those key things that actually makes people buy in, I didn't really spend the time in. And that's where I really noticed the difference. So the first things first was making make sure that your message resonates with your ideal client. So that first copy that goes out... The headlines, so, so key, and it has to really speak directly to the result they're going to achieve and make sure that they really see the value in it in that heading because they're not going to click on it if it's not clear. It's one of those things, if we're not really clear on exactly who it's for and what they're going to get out of it, then you're less likely to get the engagement or the clicks through to signups that you want one of the key lessons I learned from Marie Forleo is actually, she actually creates 20 to 30 titles or headlines for any type of program, any email, like email launch, any, um, on My course that she's creating, like anything that she's basically launching, she will sit there and write 20 to 30 titles or headings to make sure she gets the right one. And it's one of those things that I'm now practicing and I'm absolutely loving because it is so a, a fascinating to see the awesome headings that you come up with, are, are, you know, tw- point 25 in the list. So really making sure that you create some really great copy and get clear. And the best way to do that is to test and measure it. What I mean by that is reach out to a few people that you know and make sure that they like it. So it could be making, obviously making sure that they're in your ideal client realm. So discovering whether they resonate with it, whether they get excited by it, whether they think it's a good idea and make sure you're getting the feedback from the people that are actually going to give you constructive criticism because it's not going to be effective if they just go, oh yeah, it's great. And then you go ahead with it and it doesn't work. So really get some key advice from people who are going to give you that that great feedback. So it could also be doing a poll on Facebook or Instagram. It could be doing um, a question and answer on Instagram, Um, any of that. Wherever your ideal client hangs out, do some research by asking them a few questions and get them to give you some feedback because – um, it's one of the things. Like, I actually did that for this for this challenge. I actually put out on Instagram if this is something you guys would be keen to do. Send me through your emails, and I actually got a list of people signing up before the program was even out. And so that's why I was like, yes, cool, awesome, this is great. But the lesson I learned from it is that the um, then when the ads don't necessarily work as, as effectively as I liked. Really taking some time to step back and go, okay, so what's some new headings that I can use, changing the copy, changing the image on a regular basis and making sure that you have the lead up time to be able to do that is so key, right? And this is one of the things that I am 100% honest with. I did not give myself enough lead time. I was one and a half weeks out or two weeks out, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was two weeks out and it was not enough time to be able to test and measure to see what worked. So giving yourself that time to really create that copy, create those uh, headings so then you make sure that you do get that click through is key, right? And creating the ads, like the thing with Facebook ads is that you can't actually really get too detailed in asking key questions because which is very sales focused because they don't want Facebook to be salesy and they don't want it to be too negative. So you've got to be really positive in the way that you sell your program or sell your launch, or your challenge, or your offering. So getting really sort of creative with that is really time consuming. So making sure that you have enough lead time is really important. Okay. The second is obviously be clear on what you're offering. It's so, so important. If you don't actually If you're not really, really clear, then you can lose people really quickly. And again, time is important because if they're scrolling through, you've got to get them quickly. Got to make sure that they get that buy-in straight away. Then be really clear on how much time they're going to need to be able to invest or commit to what you're offering. Even if it is free, because time equals money, and people really are time poor, so being clear on exactly how much time they're going to set aside and and the thing is, right, this um it's really fascinating to see the change of the way that Instagram and Facebook is going and the investment that people are buying into it so really think about how invested your audience is at the moment when you look at your engagement are people really investing in a lot of time in you are they watching the full length of your videos are they watching all of your stories are they engaging when you ask them questions because if they're not you may not be clear on message just yet and it also could be that they're not as invested in you just yet so really be considerate of that because the thing is if you haven't launched anything, and I say like, if you haven't put out many videos, and you're asking people to sign up for a um, a video series that could be up to up to three hours, it's less likely people are going to sign up for that because they're not invested in you on social media yet. So they haven't actually seen the value that you offer. So they're not necessarily going to sign up for a long uh, series of videos. think same as the webinars, right? So if, if you haven't got the engagement and people don't know you really well, you haven't actually really connected with them just yet. And then you offer a 45 minute to an hour webinar. It's less likely people are going to sign up for that if they don't know and trust you just yet. So really be considerate of where your audience, where you feel your audience is and how much time they're going to be willing to invest in you. Timing is everything in regards to when you're uh, emails go out, the when you're posting, as well as when you're doing your free offerings. So whether it is that you're doing a video series or it could be a webinar, make sure you have multiple offerings because people need choice and people want to make sure like I had a, one of my clients is about to do a webinar and it's important that you do two or three offerings. So it's like you get them three chances to sign up, whether it'll be in a weekday evening, a weekend or an early morning. So give people the option to do all three or at least two. Um, so, then they actually have the choice, to, it works in with their lifestyle and what's going on for them in their lives. So, making sure you're giving people offerings. Gone to the days of long webinars, keep things short, guys. Like, people are not investing anymore in long, long things unless you have a really large, invested audience. So, if you have a long standing reputation, and I'm talking like Brenna Bashard, Oprah Winfrey, Marie Folio, like big names that are actually really have invested in years and years and years into their audience and they have already that very very large invested audience then yes if they put out a webinar once a year or twice a year then people are 100 percent going to jump on it but really consider if your audience is not there yet start smaller start with 15 minute webinars i know it's i know and you're probably thinking what the hell can i teach in 15 minutes Take a topic, break it down, and do it over four days or three days, even like the challenges are needing to be shortened. People aren't investing five days anymore. It's one of the other things I learned from the, my recent challenge was three days in, people started to lose track and lose. They got caught up with things that are going on in their lives and they just weren't as committed, whereas... Which is interesting, right, because it was just a 10-minute video they needed to watch for the challenge, but it still was too much. So it's recognizing these behaviors of consumers and looking at, okay, so three days is probably your best option or two days or do short, short webinars. So maybe it's 15 to 20 minutes and do two different topics or it could be one topic broken into two because you get them really get their buy-in in the first one. So they're really committed to actually showing up for the second one, but it's a shorter commitment. Does that make sense? Like really start with small bite-sized things that people can get can get from you that adds lots and lots of value. You can never give away too much. This is one of the things that often have come up with a lot of my business coaching clients. They're so scared to offer too much on social media. They're just so scared to offer too much of their, of their stuff for free because then they're concerned with people wanting to pay for them. But here's the thing, right? Usually... You need to actually prove that you're worth the money you're going to charge. So you need to add lots and lots of value and continuously solve the client's problem, show up for them, make sure that you are, you are actually in a place where you can actually add and serve them right come from that place of service and you can actually change and create a result for them in their lives before they even pay you any money and then they're going to commit a bit more time in with you and then they'll commit even a little bit more before they then invest in you so really getting clear on what it is that you can offer and just continue to add value guys like honestly it's something that you cannot offer too much value and people aren't going to come to a point where they're like oh she already gives it all away for free she's never going to pay it pay for it it's actually not the case anymore because there is so much free content out there if people really wanted to get the most out of you they will and let them let them do that like that's totally fine there's not always going to be clients that are always going to pay for your services. But the thing is, they will always talk well of you. They'll always be t- sorry, speak really highly of you because you have solved a problem for them, you have served them in some way. And this is the, this is the key, right? People will pay for your services because it's not a DIY world they will go out they will find the information and even when the information is there for them and it is free they're not necessarily doing it they're not getting the results that they want for their lives because they need the hand holding they need the support they need the accountability because they need someone to actually make believe in them so they can actually do it so i like to offer as much as i possibly can with my podcast obviously with my videos with all my free ebooks like it's there for you to take i would love you to, to jump in dive in and get the results that, that you actually can achieve with those i have invested so much time and energy into actually putting those together for you so you can start seeing the results f- firsthand because i know that no matter what happens right you take all of my ebooks and you put all of them into work into action you are going to get results but I know by working with me, you're going to get 10 times that result because it's not about those key steps. It's about the belief in yourself. It's about what's holding you back. It's about your strategy. And that sometimes cannot be in written word. And sometimes, you know, you can't, I think very much so with eBooks, I can try and give as much value as possible, but it's very different when it's personalized and customized specifically to your you and your business. Right, because everyone is different, so please, if you are finding yourself holding yourself back from adding more value by giving away more free stuff, just go go do it, give it away, give it away, people will love it, and they will then want to pay you for your time because then you've actually shown that you're worth the value, okay. The next lesson is really back yourself honestly back yourself and I mean that by posting a hell of a lot with that way the algorithms are working hardly anyone is seeing them anyway send multiple multiple emails before it goes live whether it's a webinar whether it's a challenge whatever it is make sure you're following up with multiple emails because and with different headings they can't be the same headings because people aren't going to engage in the same heading once they see it twice they're going to be like lost but also too that they need a lot of reminding we've got so much going on in the world that we get so caught up that we forget that even when something is of value or of interest and we want to do it sometimes we have to be reminded I've learned that lesson through the love what you do collective events that sometimes I have people go oh I didn't realize it was on this week and it was like well I've sent multiple emails I've posted pretty much every day and you still haven't seen it awesome what else can I possibly do to make sure that you're aware of it beforehand because I want you in the room because Every, every extra person that we have in the room changes the whole energy and it makes it even more effective and even more empowering. So whatever you can do, listen to your audience, listen to what they want, whatever they're asking you, listen to them and always show up no matter what. So even though it was really fascinating when I did this challenge, I had such high expectations based on the challenge that I did at the beginning of the year. And when the results didn't actually result in the similar res, similar um, results to the beginning of the year, I was quite hard on myself and I was kind of looking at it like it was a failure and it didn't work. Yet when a couple of people were asking me how the challenge was going and I let them know how many sign-ups I got, they were like, wow, that's really good. And yet I was quite hard on myself because I was comparing myself to the challenge at the beginning of the year. But the thing is, I still showed up no matter what. I was still posting every single day. I was still making sure they were getting amazing content. I still made sure that they got the support that they needed and and, and really encouraged more people to be engaging based on the people who were engaging. So... It's so important to show up no matter what. So whether it's a workshop or an event or a challenge or a Facebook live or whatever it is, please still show up even when the engagement isn't there because someone needs to hear what you are delivering. And whether it affected one person, then it was worthwhile. A hundred percent. It was worthwhile. And there is so much, one, you can learn from it. And two, there's so much content that you can then derive from that. So whether it was a live, whether it was an event, whether it was a um, a workshop, whatever it is, there is lessons to be learned and there's some value to be taken away from it. So please don't give up on yourself, show up no matter what, and give lots and lots of value to those people who do show up for you as well. So trust and serve those people who do show up. So in regards to the challenge, I was there to support those ones that did show up because it's important for me and for my service and the people that I want to serve that the ones that do show up are the best, the best. And I love it when I get the feedback from them that it actually did work for them. And it was so fascinating that after the challenge, even though there were so many people not engaging during the challenge, I've had multiple emails since with Oh my God, I loved this video. This really made, resonated with me. I really was doing this. I didn't realize it was a behavior that was holding me back. Like, there were so many of those different emails saying this landed for me. I'm so glad I made sure I watched day four because it was the one that made the difference. Like, it was so fascinating how I, that happened for a couple of weeks after because I, again, stuck my head in the sand, blamed other things. I am a human being. Please don't judge. And was hard on myself because I was telling myself it wasn't good enough. And yet when I look back, there there was still a result. There was still an impact. And there was still people that got a result out of it. So at the end of the day, I need to look back and actually take stock and go, that was worthwhile. Hell yeah, that was worthwhile. And you can never learn less. There is a such thing as failure. There is only feedback. So I look back at that and go, it wasn't a failure. It may not have worked, but I did learn so much through it. And there was things that did work that were great and I would definitely do again. And there were some that weren't so great. So it's learning to go, you know what, I really need to improve on My headings and my copy and I need to really improve on making sure that I'm getting really clear on and and prepping myself and having that lead time beforehand because that's where my downfall is awesome so I hope some of this has really been helpful for you there's one other thing I really want to talk about and it's the value of free it is really fascinating because this is a couple of different aspects one I've had clients and friends that are coaches that Give their services away for free. And I don't agree with it unless you're in learning stages. If you're in learning stages, then please go and coach. Coach, 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 often, as often as possible, as much as possible, and really get that experience because that's where you get great. That's where you get more effective. That's where you get to see all the behaviors and the changes that you need to be able to create. And that's where you get much, much better at what you do. You get you become that expert in the field. But there comes a point where you need to start charging and there needs to be some form of value exchange for two reasons. One, when you don't charge, you're telling people that it's not worth it. You're telling people that you are not worth it and you're also indirectly telling people that paying other people, whether it's you or someone else for the same service, it's not worth it. So just be aware of that. Two, when there is no investment, there is no commitment. That is the value of free because time is so important to people. And if they don't see that there's value in it, and if they haven't put money up to back it, then they're not going to necessarily see the value in it because there's no skin in the game. When they pay for it, there is a commitment And I see this in my business coaching clients. Those clients that pay up front are ready to go and they are so invested in creating the result that they want to see that they are out of the gate fast and they are like so open to creating that change that they're freaking amazing to work with because they're backing themselves as much as I am backing them. So be aware that if you are constantly giving your services away for free and I'm talking services, not content. Okay? You want to definitely solve the problem and you want to serve your clients, especially on social media. But when it comes to your services, you cannot give that away for free. There has to be some form of value exchange. So if you are in early stages, then whether that be a contra deal where they get you get you get something for what you give. So whether it's I'll do an hour for of coaching for you for this, and we'll do that as a value exchange, or there's got to be something else in it. If it's five dollars, if it's ten dollars, just something. There has to be skin in the game. And the reason for this is that when you don't value yourself enough to charge for some of some value, then what will normally happen is, and I even see this with with clients that are charging very very low in their services across all industries, right? For PTs, for um, massage therapists, for th- you know, any type of therapy, really, um, any alternative medicines, like if it's really, really small value, people don't value it as much. As soon as you put the price up, they start to value it so much more. And I'm not telling you to go and put your price up, but put your price up to the point where it's actually worthwhile. And people are going to go, there's two things that I always tell my clients, right? One, put your price up to a point where you go, <gasps> Oh, geez, I better deliver. Like there's that state of fear or that state of challenge where you actually want to show up and do a bloody great job because so it's worthwhile, worth the money. And two, so your clients are so invested, they're going to go all in because when they're not, you notice it. They don't show up on time. They don't do the work. They're not invested. They aren't your people, right? When you say yes to a client that's going to pay less than what you're worth, then you're devaluing yourself and your services please don't do that please charge what you're worth and I hate using that term because really you really shouldn't be attaching money or to your worth because you are worth so much more than money it's not about the money but I really want you to consider if you are having clients come to you that aren't showing up on time that aren't doing the work that aren't invested and you know you're a bloody great coach then please put your prices up because I guarantee you as soon as you do that, they will show up on time because you are showing that you're valuable and you've got to set that boundary, right? So you can never learn less. There is no failure. There is only feedback. Be flexible and reflect so you can see where the lessons are to create that growth. The growth will only come if you take the time to really reflect and be self-aware enough To say, hey, this is where I can improve. So now what I love about this is I have now a list of steps to follow for my next launch or campaign. We can always, always improve. And this is all about taking your business and life to the next level. So I hope you've gotten so much value out of this podcast. If you have, please share it. Please share it on social media. Tag me in it so I can see that you're sharing it. I'd love to see all the love. And if you feel like anybody in your family or friends would love to see hear this episode, please share it with them as well. And if you feel so moved, I would love to see an, a review on iTunes. It makes such a difference when I see all the feedback. And if you'd like to see any guests on the podcast, please recommend them to me as well. I'm so open. I've got some really cool guests coming up for the remainder of the end in the beginning of the year. So I'm very, very excited, but i um, always, always up for new and exciting people on the podcast. I hope you have an amazing week and here's to taking your business and life to the next level. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it looking forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.